Hey there, Lisa Schwartz here. Welcome to my podcast, Teach and Talk with Lisa, where we are unpacking biblical principles with everyday words and applying them to our everyday lives. We welcome you tonight. We are going to be talking about being slain in the spirit. Hello, Lauren. Thanks for joining us as well. We're going to be talking about being slain in the spirit tonight. Why are we talking about it? Because we like to talk about the things that nobody else will talk about. Yeah. And, uh, and because we like to address <laughs> questions she's into. I'm ready. It's yeah. so hilarious. Y'all, we're all a little bit giddy tonight, except for Liz. She's a little I'm salty. Here. Can you well, zoom like, in on Liz? Just kidding. I don't know if you can zoom. Look at that face. Her, her ears are not working tonight, y'all. And we look, we, that's why we're a little late. We even her prayed headphones. over the cords. She can hear. Her what? Her headphones. Her headphones. She can hear. She's not Well, deaf. her ears. Well, we call them ears. <laughs> that's hilarious. If she was deaf, deaf, we'd be laying hands on her right now and joining having all of you join in um liz yeah. is the voice of lisa l schwartz <laughs> via text all right so kyler has kind of queued us up with some questions um for us to address some of the questions are from just general questions that we get a lot on tiktok some of them are just questions that we know people are curious about and that ask uh regarding being slain in the spirit so take it away kyler what is slain in the spirit let's just open <laughs> it up and like what is that because I think a lot of people are like, this isn't What real. does that mean? They see it. What is this? Yeah. Anybody yeah. want to answer? Or that slain in the spirit just means falling down on the floor. I, I know I've been slain in the spirit standing up. Yeah. Um, leaning against 100%, a wall. And I'm so glad yeah. you said that. The first time I was ever slain in the spirit, I was sitting up at a Louis Giglio in Chris Tomlin concert, although I had no idea I was slain in the spirit. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the Lord brought it back to me several months ago. That he was like... The, I had the weirdest, weirdest, most amazing encounter. And it was like, I got stuck in my chair. I could not lift my head. I was overwhelmed by the message that Louis Giglio, Giglio had brought. It was the indescribable oh, message that he gave. of course. And it like <laughs> so wrecked me so bad. And at the time I was like, not, um, I was not spirit filled. Mm-hmm. Um, I was anti manifestational gifts, honestly. And and honestly, the Lord brought that up a couple of months ago. I was like, hey, remember when you couldn't get out of your chair and you weren't sure what happened? And like, it was like, I could hear things, but it was just like this white noise. Yeah. He was like, that was the first time you were slain in the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, yes, I was. That explains a lot. That's right. That's so right. yeah, I appreciate you saying that, that you've been slain. Stand- you get slain standing up quite a bit, like oh, up yeah. against a wall. We, are, we think maybe you're holding the wall up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I know uh, we have pictures of that, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I should have sent. Them. Oh, we should have sent <laughs> pictures. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just that being so overwhelmed and just kind of, for lack of a better word, paralyzed by mm-hmm. the presence of the Lord that you just like nothing else matters in the room at some point, mm-hmm. and you kind of lose sense of what's going on. Everything kind of slows down and gets muffled. Mm -hmm. Um, and you just kind of soak into that and Mm -hmm. really concentrate on the presence of the Lord and what he's saying at that moment instead of what everyone else is doing or what everyone else is saying around you. Yeah, it's like deep, deep meditation, Mm -hmm. except for I didn't get myself there, Mm. basically. Yeah, that's good. The spirit took you there. Yeah. And you're not there for yourself. You're there for the Lord. Yeah, exactly. And you get a, whatever the word is, you get something out of it as well, but you're not there for you. Oh, yeah. You're there yeah. for the Lord. You yeah. Know? You don't want to hear what you're saying. You want to hear what the Lord's saying mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. There's no meditation on self at all. It's right. just 
it's just Holy Spirit or nothing. Like, yeah, which, by the way, is what it se- what separates it from like Kundalini, astral yeah. projection, those kinds of things. Which are a lot of questions people are like, that's Kundalini, that's astral projection, that's New Age. And I'm like, no, because all of that is all about basically getting in touch with your inner being and your inner self and um, bringing forth your inner being, bring you know, your higher self and all that. And that's not at all what being slain in the spirit is or worship is like as a Christian. It is, it is all about basically getting in touch with your higher power, not your higher being within yourself. Mm-hmm. You're, it's getting in touch with God. Well, that's probably, I think that's what they're looking for. They're uh, looking for yeah, the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And, but they're just don't absolutely. know and they're looking for it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, uh, the Holy Spirit is within me. So yeah, I am going inward because the Holy Spirit's there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to try to hear my thoughts in my head, in my no. brain, but I'm going to hear what he's bringing up from the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, David Hernandez has a definition of slain in the spirit. Okay. Read it. To and us. it says a temporary <clears throat> physical response to a spiritual encounter with God involving some or much difficulty withstanding. <laughs> some <laughs> or much. Or much difficulty withstanding. That's so. I don't know. I think we answered that question. Let's go to the next question. Yeah, that was that was a good answer. Good answer, guys. Good job, team. All right. Um, I really want to hear like what kind of went through your mind like your first time because I think a lot of mm. people get really freaked out by it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, that's that's I was <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you were. I was like, that's demonic. <laughs> I'm going to schedule myself to work every Monday night when this is happening. Um, sorry, I can't be there. I got to work. Um, so I'm interested to know, like, do you remember your thought process the first time you like process through this happening? Because I remember mine. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's just a lot of no's. I know there was like, I'm like, I can still hear. Am I supposed to be able to hear? Mm. Am I, is it doing, am I doing it right? What's happening? And then at the same time, like, I, at the same time, like that, I, I don't think I care. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. know, I don't think I care. I don't think I care. Yeah. You yeah, know, I don't know what's oh. happening, but it feels so good. <laughs> uh huh. So it was like a, a battle inside yeah. of like trying to figure it out. Yeah. Trying to control the situation mm-hmm. and then just letting go and deciding I don't care. Mm-hmm. I feel like that happens like when you're getting ministered to, like I have to consciously decide I don't care and I'm not going to think about anything while I'm getting ministered to so that I can experience yeah. the fullness of what God wants to do mm-hmm. in my life. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to read a couple of uh, comments yeah. online. Yeah. So Ashley said, I find it hard to explain to those who don't understand what happened. Yeah. Charlotte says it's a peace place. I love yeah. that. Welcome to Kathy Isley, also from Illinois. Can I bring on the much? I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, t-shirt. The, yeah, t-shirt. <laughs> um, I, I, much like you, Liz, I was like, wait a minute, I can hear things. What's going on? But also had an extreme, the first time I was ever slain, and many of you have heard that story. I'm not going to go into it. You'll have to follow me on YouTube, yada, yada. The first time I was ever slain, it there was so much activity going on in my imagination the holy spirit place where he was showing walking me through a lot of inner healing from my past um and so i was seeing a lot of visions visuals is probably visuals of people people that i had um that had hurt me offense um and really walking me through a lot of forgiveness Mm -hmm. and getting rid of a lot of anger in my heart and frustration in my heart and so i do remember at one point um thinking 
kind of opening my eyes and seeing like the four people that were standing there it was like in the super quiet room. <laughs> I, I had no idea what was going on. And so intimate. it was very intimate. And two of the people that had gone with me were like just straight up Baptist. So I'm sure they were probably like, what is <laughs> happening to her? And I was like, I have no idea. Um, and so were you and, like convulsing and shaking. Um, so not in the beginning, but then, um, then I kind of like kind of came out of it. And I remember my immediate thought was, this is ridiculous. I'm getting up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could not get up <laughs> like I could not get up. And then my head just kind of like, I, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just go with it again because it was so beautiful in that mm-hmm. space. And I went back into that space and that's when the Lord really walked me through some inner healing regarding how I saw myself and that self-reconciliation with my own identity. And, um, and that's when I really kind of did some shaking um, which I think, you know, she had ministered the anointing of healing over me. So I think there was a combination of receiving that anointing with also getting delivered mm-hmm. um, in that plot. But then there's always, uh, there was always that weird moment of, do do I just get up? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're kind of like, am I done? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I guess I'll just get up now or what have you. But that was, that was my first experience that was going through my head. Yeah, which you can do. Like, I think that's fair to say, like, for the most part, you probably, you can just stop and get up. Mm-hmm. You can just get uh, up. Yeah. A lot of times. A lot of times. A this lot of first times. time for yeah. me, I was like, I, yeah, I, there was such a heaviness time. on me. It was like this extreme pressure that was pushing down on me. And I, and I know looking back on it, it's because the Lord was like, I, I'm not done. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're going to do this all the way through. I like, yeah, <laughs> hush yourself. <laughs> you be still. So, <laughs> all right, Brittany, your turn. Um, I think my thoughts were, I think we all witnessed you getting slain. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Was I have relinquished control and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, I feel at peace. Yeah. And I hope I can stay this way forever. You know, it's just like this. I love it. I, 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 yeah, it was the first time feeling like I don't have to be in control anymore. And it's so good. good. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Just yeah. let let your body do what it needed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. All right, what else have we got? Like, so like, what's it like? How does it feel? How do you know it's real? I think I hear a lot of people when I tell them about it, they're like, "Well, how do you know that's real?" And you're not like just falling out. Yeah, and I'm like, <clears throat> just come experience it. You'll you'll yeah. be able to tell. Yeah, <laughs> you can definitely tell. And I think um, I think that you know, there are some people who traditionally fall out. I'll say that, you know, and I can tell they're like traditional. I'm like, I'm not, wait, no, he's not here yet. You went too early. (laughs) But, um, I also think that there is an invitation and there's a a desire to surrender to that as well. Um, and so there is, and I, there's not always, I mean, there for sure, like our first experience, my first experience, I felt like I was swept off my feet, but more Mm. often than not, there's just a nudging of his presence and invitation to lay down with him. Mm hmm. Um, and I surrender to that. And some people might say that's fake. I don't think it is. Um, for me, it's not. I, I can only speak yeah. for me. For me, it's not because, you know, sometimes I'm like, you go, Lord. And he's like, you go first. <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> no, you go. You go first. And then when I just surrender to it, then it's like, okay, here we are. And um, and so I I think for me personally, I can tell when it's real because I can feel um and I can only, I, I feel heaviness on mm-hmm. me, um, like a weighted blanket. Um, I often get the shakes. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like there's energy moving in and out of my body. Um, it's not a demon. I can, t- I have 
been gone through deliverance and there are times when I'm like, Ooh, I'm, I think I'm going through deliverance because I start kind of, <laughs> it is a different kind of shake. Um, it, it's, um, but still feels just as good. It's still the doings of the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. Even when you're shaking because a demon's coming mm-hmm. out, that's still the doings of the Holy spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A demon can only manifest by the doings of the Holy spirit. So it's still, um, it's still the Holy spirit. And then oftentimes I get the the laughs the laughs and the cries mm-hmm. at the same time like kind of yeah. <laughs> I mean like my face is twisting and and of course again people might be like oh she's going through deliverance I'm like no I'm not uh, I've gone through deliverance I'm willing to go through deliverance um, but sometimes I am like I don't know what's happening I think I'm getting I'm going through deliverance <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, there's a, like a combination of all kinds of things happening and I'm totally good with it mm-hmm. feels yeah. great yeah. yeah I think I I know being slain. And the spirit is real because the first time I was ever slain in the spirit, I'd never seen it before. So it was like everything that happened to me was the first time I'd ever seen it. So (laughs) it was like, and I think that was kind of like the generosity of the Lord being like, if you see this and then it happens, you're going to, you know, in your head. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to logic. You've seen it. So now you know what this is supposed to do and your brain is making you in. So I think the fact that, the first time I happened to me, I'd never seen it before. That was my cue that, okay, that was real. Mm-hmm. How would mm-hmm. I have known to do that? Right. I, I don't know that I'd ever seen it before other than I, I think, I, I think maybe, <laughs> no, I, why would I look at Benny? I didn't even have a computer back then. I mean, you know what I mean? Like there was no Google, no YouTube. <laughs> that, was a long time. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I mean, so I, I don't know. And I had never been in a church where that was happening. And I had like just gone to this healing room. You know, this to basically I was curious about their ministry and I was in Illinois because that's when Crazy Eight was starting. And I walked by the lady and she's like, Oh, I just feel like the Lord's telling me I'm supposed to impart the gift of healing into you. And I was like, Cool, let's do it. (laughs) And literally, just four of us standing there and she starts praying over me. And next thing you know, I'm like, Boom, on the ground and cannot get up. So I'm, when you said that, I'm like, I'm trying to think if I had any Mm -hmm. even visual experience with it before, Mm -hmm. you know? No, I've seen clips. I would love to read this comment. So Mary on uh, YouTube starts by saying, I've never been slain, but I cry when I get to my secret place. Oh, I love it. And then she's like, just at the glory of the Lord, sometimes his presence is so strong, I can't open my eyes or the the oil of gladness comes and I laugh so much. And she's like, well, well, I guess I've been slain. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, girl, girl, that sounds like being slain to me. she said that because i would say at least two or three days a week at least two or three days a week i will position myself and you guys know this because i've demonstrated on a stage i i have kind of a secret place position that i get in with all flat on my back with my hands just kind of straight up and i just get really relaxed and i'll kind of go into the space where um where I just allow the Lord, where, where there's, again, going past that quietness and getting into the stillness of the mm-hmm. Lord. And I will kind of feel like I'm starting to maybe fall asleep, but I'm not sleeping. And I feel like my spirit is super active, but everything about me is very still. And I and I feel like there's a blanket on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and my mind feels like, and I'll be, be honest, there are times when I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like, I need to be da 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 um, but on faith and out of obedience and because I know my soul needs that, I will position my, myself in that place. And every time, 100% of the time within the next three, four, five, six hours, 
the Lord will reveal something to me that was downloaded during that time frame that I didn't know at the time, but was just the right thing that I needed, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it just gives space for the Lord to work in you. you know? Yeah. Like, lay down. Shh. Be let quiet. Me, let me do some mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, Charlotte so, says, gentle but powerful. Go ahead, read Ashley. Right <laughs> Ashley said, I often struggle with how can I have received so many times, but others struggle for so long and say they never received. Yeah, I can't answer that question. I And I, I think some of it is, um, I think that's a great question. And I can't answer that question. I have friends that are like, I'm just so frustrated because I've never experienced it. And I think I think some of it is, uh, yeah, we are kind of just waiting on the Lord to just sweep your feet out from underneath of you versus just, well, I, I, I'm going to throw out Kelly Rogers' name, and I feel like if she was here, she would be the first to tell this story. But when she, the first time she was ever saying, they were like, do you feel that? Do you feel that? Do you feel that? And she's like, I feel nothing. But she was such an intellectual thinker. Mm-hmm. And finally, she just decided, I want to feel this. And, and we've seen people do this where they're just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit on the floor and lay down. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, because I'm going to choose, even though I'm not feeling anything, I'm going to position myself as if it's happening, and I'm going to invite the presence of the Lord to lay down next to me, which I love that. Yeah. Um, so I do think that there's, um, again, I think there's a partnership there um, and an invitation to respond. I don't think it's always like that, but I think a lot of times it is like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice because like, there is that fear of falling sometimes, and that fear will keep you from like... <clears throat> totally yeah. releasing and like relinquishing control mm-hmm. to the Holy Spirit. And so I do appreciate when people are like, I'm just going to lay on the floor. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I feel like my fear or my mind is just getting in the way. And so, mm-hmm. and so that, you know, a lot of, that's one of the questions that people ask, like if it's real, you don't need a catcher. And I'm like, you're correct. We don't, but having a catcher behind you helps people who struggle with fear and worry and anxiety and their mind, and everything else. It helps them, it helps them release that one thought process. Right. Um, but uh, you guys have all seen times when I've been slain and, and nobody caught me, but mm-hmm. the Holy ghost. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and honestly, I was fine. <laughs> when you start ministering corporately, you just have to be oh, like, yeah. nothing I mean, hurts the last, in the spirit. We're not going to get there. I mean, we watched that last conference that I was, when we did that final, just baptism, mm-hmm. a fresh baptism of fire and people were just boom, boom, boom. and falling on top of each other. And yeah. honestly, the more people that fall out, you just start falling on top of each other mm-hmm. and it hurts even less. <laughs> nothing hurt. It doesn't hurt at all. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think, and you may may get to this, but I did a, um, you know, a lot of people are like, what's happening here? Why, where is this mm-hmm. in the Bible? Yeah, yeah. You know, where is this in the Bible? Where does it say being slain in the Bible? Well, the phrase being slain isn't in the Bible. It, that's a term that man has given to the event when man, when God manifests and whoever he's manifesting himself to has a physical reaction to the manifestation. We call it slain in the spirit. It's the word, the phrase slain in the spirit is not in, in the Bible, but when you take a look at scripture and you look at it conceptually, what is happening here is God is manifesting and his manifestation has, has an effect on our physical mm-hmm. bodies. Mm-hmm. Why? And it, does, it just blows my mind when people are like that, it, that doesn't work. It can't work that way. God doesn't do that. And I'm like, wait a minute, stop back up all throughout scripture. God has a history of manifesting his presence. And every time his presence was manifest, the people had a physical reaction mm-hmm. to that manifestation, mm-hmm. whether it was shaking, falling forward, falling down as though dead, um, unable to stand and perform their duties. Mm-hmm. I'm just quoting scripture to you now, whether it was um, 
uh, uh, bowing down, yeah. laying prostrate. There was a physical reaction, a physical effect to their physical bodies when the mat- when God manifested. So my question for those people are, A, do you not believe that God manifests? And B, if he manifested right here, right now, you don't think you would have a physical reaction to mm-hmm. him. And people will say, well, you that's not a spirit of self-control. And I'm like, oh, the gosh. spirit of self-control is of the spirit. What I'm doing is I'm surrendering my flesh. Yeah. What you're saying to me is you're arguing that my flesh should be able to trump mm-hmm. the spirit of God. And frankly, I don't want my flesh to trump mm-hmm. the spirit of God. Yeah. It's a fruit of the spirit is self-control. That means in the spirit, I have self-control. That's not what's happening when I'm slain in the spirit. What's happening when I'm in the, when I'm slain in the spirit is my flesh has lost control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want, I mean, lost control, surrendered control to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to happen. So I, I, it's like when people say that, I'm like, man, you're getting it twisted. Because the fruit of the spirit is self-control. That means in the spirit realm, I'm given a self-control. But when I'm slain, it's actually the Lord saying, I want your flesh and your soul to be surrendered so that I can loose a spirit of self-control mm-hmm. in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it just, it's like, man, we're getting it twisted. We're getting it twisted. Mm-hmm. So I want to believe that God can manifest his presence. And I want to believe that he is big enough and powerful enough that he can rock my physical body Mm. because I want to be healed. I want to be delivered. I want to have my mind changed. I want to have my body shaken. I want to have the tingles. I want to be filled with a holy (laughs) laughter. I I want it all. Yeah. And so for me, when people are like, oh, it doesn't have an effect. So you don't believe in healing? You don't believe God could show up and heal Mm. you? And so it's like, where do we draw that line then? So we we put God in a box mm-hmm. and say, this is how he works. <laughs> Sorry, we have a yes and amen. <laughs> yes, yes and amen. Yes. yes. Um, so yeah, you guys, let us know how you feel about it in the comments. <laughs> Obviously, I'm very passionate about it because I don't, don't tell me my God is not big enough to manifest his presence. Mm-hmm. And don't tell me that the manifestation of his presence cannot have an effect on my body mm-hmm. or your body mm-hmm. or your body that totally dis dismisses his entire nature and his character which is he is a healer right he is a deliverer he is a Come savior on. we believe that the touch of god can pluck us out of the pit of hell and drop us into heaven but he can't shake my physical yeah, yeah, body yeah. in the natural mm. come on he can do us the very the very pinnacle the very the very linchpin of the gospel is a dead man getting up and rising, being affected by the presence of God. He gets up and he rises. But the very linchpin of us receiving the gospel is that we are plucked up. Come on, we're pulled up from the pit of hell and we're dropped into a kingdom of light. That is supernatural. Mm-hmm. He is. A, if you tell me you we're don't believe that like... God is supernatural, <laughs> then you ain't saved. Yeah. Because there was a supernatural happening the minute you just bowed your head, whether you felt something or you didn't something, you made a decision to receive Jesus as your personal Savior, and there was a supernatural shift that happened for all, all eternity, and no one can explain it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to explain it, but it's supernatural, mm-hmm. and it's the effect of the blood of Jesus on our lives, Period. End of show. Amen. I'm just kidding. I'm getting the tingles. I'm getting the, I'm getting the tingles on my forearm. I could see. Yeah, I was like, 
Excuse me while I rest my head down. <laughs> so lots of yeses, yes. lots of preaches. 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 Um, oh, gosh. We'll say a couple other that have chimed in on their experiences. Tammy on uh, YouTube says, I've been slain in the spirit more Tam, than Tam. once. Yes, Tammy. Tam, Tam. And I can say each time it has been different. Oh, I love this. Yes, which... I feel the Holy Spirit continues to show me there is always a deeper relationship with Him. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Got lots of pictures of Tammy on her face (laughs) because she falls forward. Okay. We love it. So that might be one of the questions that you have. I'm like kind of jumping ahead. No, they kind of just pop in my head. Keep going. Yeah. (laughs) Just going to make them up. You guys think I've studied for this quiz, but I haven't. (laughs) No, there's only like two or three questions. The rest of them are just naturally or organic from the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to address Whitney right now. She said, and I'm going to ask that question next, but Whitney says, I've never been slain in the spirit, but I'd love to experience it. Okay. So Whitney, here's what I'm going to tell you is you don't need another person to lay hands on you. Come on, which is a shocker too. Cause people are like, why do you got to lay hands on them? I don't have to, but there is a, there is a movement and that is biblical laying hands on yes. is, is biblical. Read your Bible. There's all different places where the laying on of the hands. That's how Timothy received his gifts fan the flames that were given of the gifts that were given Mm -hmm. to you through the laying on of hands um so but but if you position yourself in a place where you can really move from quietness to stillness and that means i can establish a quietness in my atmosphere which sometimes for some of us is very difficult in and of itself but shift from a place of quietness to this absolute stillness the presence of the lord and I likened it to, I was describing on Monday, like kind of, I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm digging, and then I hit water. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I just float. Mm-hmm. And I'm just floating in this water. Um, and so, Whitney, for sure, we would love to minister to you. Find a place, find a healing room, but you don't need somebody all unique because, and, and I, I said this on Monday, no human can teach you, train you, pull you, allure you into the presence of God. Only the Spirit of God draws a man into the presence of God. And so if you have the Spirit of God in you and He is on you and He is around you, you sit in that presence and you say, I'm not leaving until you drop me into the Holy of Holies and put a demand on that. And I know people hate that word too, but put a demand on what you know is yours that God wants to allure you into that presence. So that's how I would respond to that come Mondays. So I all right what was the next i was going to ask a question people's like with their oh, the different falling out styles different falling yeah. styles <laughs> yes. whatever you call it if it's real they'll fall forward not back yeah you know what most people do start so here's here's a, like people are like don't touch them don't push them I'm like if i don't touch them or push them they do start mm-hmm. to fall forward and i'm standing mm-hmm. in front of them and so I, I either get out of the way or i just kind of give them a nudge back a lot of times i don't touch them um but m- a lot of people do fall forward mm-hmm uh, some people crumble like a accordion right into the ground, Liz. Liz. Does. Um, and some people fall back. Now, I will say, for me, when I start to feel the nudging of the Holy Spirit, I do, I do just go with it. And I, but if I stood there long enough, and I, you do this a lot, just kind of stand there. My body will kind of drop forward, my head will drop mm-hmm. forward, my arms drop forward, and I'm just kind of hanging in the wind. Yeah. And then eventually, I'll just kind of drop to my knees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, there is no right or wrong way to fall out. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. hey, Miguel. All right, read his face comment. Oh, face comment. Okay. I was at a conference with a speaker prophesying over people. I tried to back out of his way and my feet would not move. He ended up prophesying over me next 
And it was so weird, but also so cool. Yeah, it is <laughs> weird. Like, nope, you're staying here. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're next. Nope, you're next. You're next. I got a word for you. It is super weird. Um, and that's the one. Uh, that's the one that. Uh, that's one of the things we like to talk about, it, right? Because it's supernatural, um, and it is weird. You yeah. know, people are like, "It's weird when people speak in tongues." I'm like, I totally mm-hmm. agree because it's, it's supernatural. It's <laughs> yeah. very weird. So, yeah. Come on, All right. Man. Any other questions? Um, I'm curious because a lot of people um, who experience this, who are seeking the Lord, end up coming to you and saying, "Like, teach me to do what you do." Mm. And they're really specifically talking about teach me how to slay people in the spirit. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's never like teaching, preaching, experiencing Holy Spirit right. the way that you do. Yes. It's teach me how to do that. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, I mean, which is confusing to me when people do that because I'm like, it's not necessarily. I wouldn't call it a spiritual gift. No, or uh-uh. anything like that. So it's not I would something call it a spiritual I can response. Work. It's really not even something sure. about what I'm doing. It's about. Um, what the Holy Spirit is doing in somebody's heart in that moment. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what what do you normally respond when people are like, teach me how to do that? Uh, well, the first thing I ask them is how much do you read your Bible? Yeah. You know, or do you, are you in a daily habit? Do you have a daily prayer life? And when I say daily, I mean like all day. Um, you're in the prayer because really, the in, and this goes back to my book, The Pursuit of His Glory, Seeking the Character of God, and really understanding that um, the anointing, whatever that looks like for you, each one of us have different kinds of anointings. The anointing flows out of the glory, which is the heart and the character of God in you. Um, and so I tell people the, um, the, their, the display of their power on a stage will be directly connected to yes. their prayer life mm-hmm. in their closet. Yes. Um, and so the, you know, so, so it really goes back to who you are when you're in your closet how much you're in your closet, how much prayer time you're spending, and then who you are when you come out of your closet. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to be gracious and loving and kind when you're in your closet. You're not dealing with actual people. Mm -hmm. Um, But so that I'm taking that out and I'm actually living that character and that nature, at at least I'm trying to, that's my goal. That's certainly my desire and really trying to allow the nature and the character of Christ to come up and out of me. And then the anointing flows from that place. And I talked to somebody today, I think she was maybe from Jackson, Mississippi, but um, she was talking about how she really feels a call for deliverance and was like, you know, I love your style. Obviously, I know that God's going to give me my own style, but I was just wondering if you had any tips for me. Um, And that was exactly what I said to her. I basically said um, that I feel like you, uh, your anointing is going to continue to grow and it's going to look like you and you're going to develop it and you're going to be comfortable with it the more and more you pursue a relationship with the Lord. And your you, the, the display of your power will be directly connected to your prayer life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so uh, that's basically what I said to her and that's what I believe. And it is, it, it is I, I used to be a little annoyed by it. Now I just kind of chuckle by it because of course people desire the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah. And so now, you know, I've gotten more mature to where I'm not annoyed by it, to where I'm like, oh, you desire the gifts of the Spirit? Let me teach you how to get into your closet and really start grooming your character and grooming your nature and grooming your anointing. And that's the issue with it part two is that it's like, why are, you could be putting your anointing in a box assuming mm-hmm. that it looks like mine. Um, and, and, and also I want to say this, that I believe... Um, that a lot of people do f- fall slain when I pray over them. I do feel like it's a unique gifting, but I don't think it's because I have an anointing for slaying people. Right. right. I do think it's because um, because of the gentle and quiet approach that God has given to me. 
um, in the way, honestly, when I'm ministering to somebody, everybody else disappears. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the Lord, and I, I feel, and I'm not even like in tune with that person. I'm in tune with how God feels about that person. And so it becomes yeah, I was very intimate. Say, your anointing is more the compassion of Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Not, it's ministering love. Yeah. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. uh, falling, teach, or touching direct people. Prophetic word or yeah. a corrective word or a foreknowledge word. It's more um, just ministering love. Yeah. 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 And, and sometimes it's, I say painful, but painful in a good way where I really begin to feel the Father's heart for that person. And so the more I press into the Father's heart for that person, the more I get intel on that person, but I'm not seeking intel for that person. I'm mm-hmm. really just pressing into the pre- presence of the Lord even more, and, and next thing you know, I just have a knowing about this person. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's an intimacy there that God begins to cultivate that with that person because of the things that are being spoken are so true to where they're at. And touch, and they're swooned by his love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally swooned by his love. I mean, we all want to be swept away by a, a love. Well, mm-hmm. God's love. You know, mm-hmm. go ahead and read Miguel's comment for us. Sure thing. Oh, he has a question. He um, says, "I've been dealing with a thing. The spirit in me is absolutely bold and plays out so dope in my head." <laughs> <laughs> But when I uh, can only explain as a cardinal fear or maybe a doubt, I really don't know. Could this be an oppressive spirit or me holding myself down or back? Yes, to all of it. Yeah, I think it's both. both. You know, it could be an oppressive spirit that comes on to you and then you re- you respond to the oppressive spirit. It could be your mind and then you're giving permission to an oppressive spirit. So I think they work together. Miguel, I appreciate the comment. And I think... Um, so here's here's what I'm hearing though, and, and this goes back to the strategized dis- d- discipline or uh, d- discernment. So I think there's a beautiful part of envisioning ourselves praying over people, um, ministering healing to people. I think that's part of how the Holy Spirit grooms our anointing as we tap into the imaginations of the kingdom and we see ourselves doing the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we see ourselves. I mean, that's like life coaching 101. You know, see yourself writing the book, see yourself doing the job, see yourself starting. Uh, when gymnasts will tell you that that's part of part of their practice is they get out physically and then they spend 10 to 15 minutes mentally doing their uh, routine and sticking that that landing. jump or what a landing. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and so I, but I do think um, when it comes down to it, sometimes we over strategize discernment in a moment and we rely more on our teachings, our educations, what we've seen, how it worked yesterday, mm-hmm. how it's always worked mm-hmm. before. And we miss the opportunity for a fresh move because um, we've strategized that discernment. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, as someone who like really struggled with fear and struggled, n- and not to say I don't still struggle sometimes, but in places where I've imagined myself mm-hmm. to do things, um, I had to finally just get to the point, especially when it comes to ministry, to say that regardless of if I look like a fool or not, uh, God still wants to show the love to that person, and I'm not going to stand in his way of that. Mm-hmm. Like. God wants to love them more than I want to get this right, mm-hmm. um, and so I kind of so had good. to just say, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a fool of myself, but I don't care because I don't want to ever stand in the way of what God, how God wants to love this person in that moment." Yeah, and so, and there were many times that I did it, and then I was like, "I'm an idiot," <laughs> like because I would get there and then I would forget what I was gonna say or couldn't remember the word that the Lord gave me for them or something because of my own 
fear, but mm-hmm. I know God like blessed my obedience in that. Mm-hmm. And every time I've messed up, he still ministered to the person that God like put mm-hmm. in front of me, like yeah. mm-hmm. in some crazy way. And they've mm-hmm. always come back and, and not always, but some of them have come back mm-hmm. and been like, that really blessed me, blah, blah, blah. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, thank God. Cause <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't think it would. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And it's interesting. Yeah. Miguel's like, yes, less of me, more of him. And I, I love that you said that because I think some of that fear comes because it's, it's a performance based, like, mm-hmm. Oh, what if it's wrong? What if it's this? What if it's that? Well, well it's not about you, you yeah. know? It's about God and it's about your obedience and it's about that faith that you're stepping out and um and and honestly at the end of the day I'm like like they're gonna be a hundred percent wrong, but God mm. is my desire here is to minister to this person and to love on this person. And so I'm not really worried about the words that I'm speaking. I'm more focused on my heart and my compassion for that person. And so at the end of the day, I'm like, Can I love this person? Can I stand here and just love this person? And if I say all kinds of jumbled words or I say nothing. Or I get nothing. And it goes back to, can I just minister the word to them and love this person? Because ultimately it's love that ministers. Yeah. Or let the presence of God within me minister to yes. them, you know, yes. and just, I'm right. just going to sit here and hug this person. Mm-hmm. And but, I feel like an idiot hugging people, but <laughs> you know, if <laughs> I ended up doing that in counseling someday, I like literally just held somebody and I was like, I hate this so much, but I know for a fact that she was like receiving from the Holy Spirit. And I was like, oh. and she's like, this is so amazing. I'm like, you know, I'd like to be done now. Yeah. Just speed it up, Jesus. Come on. I love it. Cause I've been going, so again, super fear based as well. Um, so I've been going back through the Old Testament and um, reading like, all of those people were unqualified. Like, yes. you know, <laughs> there wasn't so, one. So being raised, like I had hearing problems. So I slurred my words. I had dys- I had dyslexia. I've, you know, like having, uh, you know, things that slow, that slow you down. And so I constantly assume I'm not hearing right. I'm not seeing right. I'm not feeling what the Lord wants right. me to. Um, but yeah, and it, that's where I found a lot, lot a <laughs> lot of encouragement yeah. back in. I'm like, man, these these people are not smart either. And, you know, <laughs> they're just ordinary unschooled people. Yes. That's what that's what they called themselves yes. in the New Testament. And it's interesting because they literally were the rejects at yes. the time. And they've gotten so much encouragement. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, these are all failures. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You know? And I'm gonna touch your hand when I say <laughs> yeah. and I'm you're not t- that special. <laughs> you're not that special. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting because I mean that's part of what I loved about the disciples is they were the rejects. They were the ones that weren't smart enough, didn't make it, didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. So they weren't studying in the temple mm-hmm. they were just cast back to do their father's trade about fishing fishermen all those all that and so they were the rejects and those are the ones that jesus picked mm-hmm. they were the ones that jesus picked all right read us and angie's um just so that people can hear how you read and you've <laughs> overcome every demonic oppression that's so this is off of uh, facebook she says yes yeah, some people when they usually feel pain they run from the pain instead of seeking the face of god depending on the amount of pain they want that they are in but choose god it's so good i love that and it is easy easy to run but also hard because it chases you down that pain chases you down yeah that so. pain chases you down <laughs> kaylee said she's a big hugger she definitely <laughs> receives from the holy spirit when big she gets hugger over here yeah Kylie. Yes. <laughs> Kylie. Uh, yeah oh gosh yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes me like 
Ugh, gosh, well, it's interesting because there are sometimes when people come forward and I just immediately feel just like I just need to, and I'm like, can I just hug you? And, and then as I'm hugging them, I'm like, I, I don't feel led to say anything. And I just know that the Lord is healing them just through that hug. Mm-hmm. You know, you have no idea what somebody's, I mean, sometimes the Lord gives you an inkling, but for the most part, I really have no idea. Even when I think I know, I really don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. I really I've don't know what I don't know. like that from you a lot. Like, mm-hmm. and you're like, can I hug you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she does it anyway. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I know you've been encouraging me to touch. Yes. Um, and I just got a hate, healing anointing. All I right. totally feel it, but it's still that like hesitation. <laughs> like I keep promising the Lord, I'm going to move a little bit quicker. I'm going to move a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, I feel like you've been quicker. Uh, yeah. I think so. I think so. As well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's that same like that same thought of like. Is it going to be? Is it going to be weird if I just mm-hmm. lean over and like you know? Yeah. You <laughs> or are they going to receive me. it? Or you can touch me. <laughs> this like... is a great time to practice. This. Once you just put your hands on me. <laughs> demonstration yeah. time for a there demonstration. There it is. Look there at you receiving. Oh, so good. So Slain good. in the spirit. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you, Kyle? Do you have any questions in the queue for us? I feel like we've covered a lot of what I what I had written. So what I had written, what mm-hmm. I had done, what has come up in my mind. If you are interested in joining my private Patreon community, uh, you can find all that information on my website as well. Um, I do put out a, some private content. Just going to say that some yeah. private content right That's now. We're stuff. having a conversation about disappointment with the Patreon community. And so, uh, that's a lot of fun. I put out a, a, a Devo once a week, a video Devo, um, often throw out some challenging questions. Uh, last week we had a conversation around a verse, just asking people what do you hear the Lord saying. And so it's just been a really lot of, a lot of fun cultivating that community. I think, I think I'd love for our next topic for us to speak on, on talk on, talk about speaking in tongues. Um, I knew it. I was going to suggest that. <laughs> that ends it for tonight. Unless anybody else has anything you want to say. All right, you guys remember from now till next time enforcing purpose. It starts with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can also find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or you can check out my other podcast show, Enforcing Purpose with Lisa Schwartz. For general information or resources, head to my website at www.lisa-schwartz.com. Thanks for listening.